T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This hour brought to you by Shaw's, the official supermarket of the Red Sox Network. It's Arcand and Don Darrow on WEEI. WEEI. Joining us right now on the Harbor One Hotline, Mac Jones, who's brought to us by Arbella Insurance here for New England, here for good by Mass General Cancer Center and by Northeast Men's Health, the leader in men's sexual health. Mac Jones here on the, uh, once again, the Harbor One Hotline. Mac, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? Doing Merry fine. Uh, Merry Christmas to you too, Mac. Merry Christmas, Mac. Um, after the game, Mac, you said you were proud of your guys for fighting, getting back into that game. Uh, what went into that comeback, and what adjustments did you guys make after that really tough first half? Yeah, I think I'm um, obviously disappointed with the start of the game in the first half, but definitely fought hard, and offensive line did a great job. Skill guys, running backs, tied in. So definitely did a good job there. Uh, wanted a different result, but at the end of the day, we were in a position to win, and um, we just got to capitalize on that part. So definitely a learning experience as always, but tough way to lose. But we got to turn the page and get ready to keep fighting. Mac, before we get back into the game, I just got to ask, obviously, you know, Christmas Eve afternoon after the game, a tough, emotional NFL game, heartbreaking loss. How do you go from that to a few hours later, I don't know, trying to enjoy Christmas Eve and having a conversation with your wife's aunt Maureen? Yeah, I think um, obviously the game is the game, right? And, Regardless of if you win or lose, you just want to kind of have that 24-hour rule. But, you know, with Christmas and stuff, you want to just enjoy the family and try not to think about it. And that's all you can do because you want to enjoy your family um, while they're here and all that. So I know it's hard to do after a loss, but um, definitely got a chance to do that. And, then, you know, as the holidays are coming to an end here, we just continue on and, and play, play our game and learn from the game and um, practice and do all the things we normally do on a normal week. So. I'm kind of just getting back into that routine. Matt, got to ask you about the uh, the incomplete pass. It looked like a fumble at the beginning there, and your hit on uh, Eli Apple. I know you're getting a lot of heat for it, uh, maybe even some uh, discipline from the league. What were you trying to do on that play? What was it like from your perspective there? Yeah, I think, um, obviously, you know, I went down in front of him to kind of get in the way to stop him from slowing down Taekwon, who obviously could make the tackle there. So just kind of went down in front of him and um, trying to stop a fast guy getting to another fast guy so just split second decision and there's a lot that goes into it um you're out there trying to compete and it's a physical game so just trying to help the team win and um have all the respect for eli and the Bengals. they played a great game so um there's no hard feelings and definitely no intention to hurt anybody on that play um nor do i believe that when i'm playing quarterback that's what you know i get hit a lot too so we're all out there playing playing hard, and um, that's just part of the game. Did you know the play had been was dead? What do you say? Did you know that the play had been whistled down? Oh, no. Um, honestly, just was playing the play and 
saw Taekwon running and we were running to get him. And at that point, you got to play the play, play it all the way through because you don't know what's happening. You know, they're going to review it. They're not going to review it. So just had to play it through and try and make the, the right play and um, slow everything down. Um, Matt, Coach Belichick was asked why Kendrick Bourne hasn't played, I guess, a higher percentage of some of the snaps this season. And he answered, quote, no particular reason. So I'm wondering what reason has he given you personally as to why Kendrick Bourne hasn't been more involved in some of the snaps, snaps and some of the plays, especially when you consider it looks like good things happen when he's out there. Yeah, I think Kendrick um, does a great job. And KB's one of my close friends, and um, he comes to work every day positive, and I know he wants to improve as a player every week, and he's done that this year. I've gotten better each week, so love Kendrick, and um, obviously wanna, when he's in there, want to get him the ball and let him run with it. He's explosive. Um, he brings great energy to not only practice, but the games and the huddle, all that stuff. So um, we have great skill guys. A lot of those guys are fighting every every day fighting that practice to get better, and that's the best thing that you can do is just work, 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 and then let game day speak for itself. And just a quick follow-up to that. I know you mentioned multiple times how close you are with Kendrick Bourne. Has it ever gotten to the point where you have personally gone in and lobbied to Bill Belichick or Matt Patricia to get him on the field with you more? I think, you know, every game's different, and you want to get your best guys out there, and I definitely think Kendrick's uh, a great player on our team. So whatever the game plan is, we just try and get the best guys out there and each guy has their plays to be made, and as a quarterback, just really just focus on myself and try and do the best thing for the team and complete the passes to the open guys. And if I got to hand it off to our really good running backs, then do that. So it's kind of a simple game. You just got to keep it that way. And um, we got great skill guys. So we're talking with Mac Jones here in the Harbor One Hotline. Mac, this is a play that I wanted to ask you about. It was the second drive of the game, third down. I think it was your first pass attempt, and it looked like you were trying to throw a screen and that all three wide receivers were blocking, so you sort of just threw it to Stevenson's feet. What happened? What did you see on that play? Was that a miscommunication, or was it a fake? Like, what was it? Yeah, just a little bit of a miscommunication. Um, things that we kind of talk through and um, want to get fixed, but as a quarterback, we just got to make sure everyone's on the same page. Um, and we want to execute all of our plays, whether it's third down, red zone, first and second down. So, obviously, didn't do a good job there. Um, and we got to be better, so got to learn from it. You know, obviously the comeback was was noteworthy, one of the better teams in the league. I'm just curious, Mac, if there was one thing about your current offense's identity that you could flip on its head and change tomorrow, what would that one thing be? Um, I mean, I think really just focus on ourselves. I think when you look at really good plays we have, we, we look like a really good offense. And then the plays that we're not doing so good on, we don't look too good. So just trying to find the consistency and that comes in practice, that comes in the walkthroughs, film study, you know, it's an individual effort to try and get the collective to work together. So everyone's got to be on the same page and um, we're all in it together. So we're, we're in a good spot here. Just got to keep fighting, um, really just keep working every day. Yeah, I know you guys were fighting, you were fighting through a lot. Obviously there was the, the Bailey Zappi chance. I would, you know, that would, I think, piss you off hearing those chants. Does rage just fill your body when you hear the Zappi chance ring out? I think, you know, the fans are really passionate, and I love that about our fan base. Um, they want to win like we want to win, so um, everyone's entitled to their opinion, and my job is to go out there and, you know, be Mac and just be a really good player. So that's what I've always tried to do in any situation I'm in, and um, that's, that's all you can do, right? Just go out there and compete and 
try and help your team win and put them in a position to win. Uh, Mac, you and Ramondre, I know you came into the league together. You're the quarterback, leader of the team. What do you say to him to sort of not let him get too down for the way these last two games ended, or is that even on your radar? Oh, I mean, Mondre and I talk all the time, and I'm once again one of my close buddies, and he's just a competitor. He's never going to let one thing, you know, rattle him. He's just going to get up and, and keep playing. So I have all the respect in the world for him. Um, he's a fighter. He wants to be out there, wants to compete, loves football. He's a really just smart football player. So really happy to have him next to me. And obviously our other backs, you know, Miss Damien out there, but the young guys are doing a great job. And, and we have a great room there. So really pleased with all those guys. I want to. I just want to ask respectfully, Mac, to all involved. But you know, it's clear that as a quarterback, NFL quarterback, you only have so much time to prove yourself. That you're a guy, that you're a franchise guy, and I'm just wondering if you have personally felt any frustration this year that maybe, hey, the coaching staff hasn't put you in the best position to succeed. I think at the end of the day, it just goes back to trying to become a better football player, and you want to do that every year, whether you're a Pop Warner player middle school, high school, college, NFL. You just want to become better. And I know at times it's been disappointing this year, but we've also done a lot of good things. And um, at this point in the season, we have a great opportunity in front of us to work, to go out there together and compete and try and win these last two games. And really it starts with this week against a really good Miami team. Have you had any conversations individually, Mac, with, with ownership this year or Robert Kraft specifically just about how the year's gone? I think, you know, Mr. Kraft does a great job. He's very involved in you know, our organization. He cares a lot. He's a great man, um, has a very good love for football, and we all respect him. And um, Obviously, those things are personal, and he's just a great owner that's always around, always supporting us, doing whatever he can to help us. So we all love Mr. Kraft, and um, you know, obviously he's done a great job building you know a great organization all right mac before we let you go you guys uh you're zero three against the dolphins so far what does their defense do well against you how do you plan to attack them on sunday yeah i think when you look at them they do a lot of similar things to our defense and um have similar you know, people who have been here whether that's coaches and players and um they have a great defensive line really solid linebackers really good dbs obviously they're a little bit beat up back there in the secondary but when you look at them they play man-to-man they play zone they max splits. They do everything to disrupt the quarterback and try and stop the run. So they got the great, great players, got a great coach over there um, who obviously comes from New England, and we just got to be ready to go. So it's a great test, and um, it's going to come down to, you know, us executing. All right, we got to do the quarterback question of the week here for Mac. It's sponsored by Northeast Men's Health, where they specialize in taking care of men's sexual health. They have offices in Dedham near Legacy Place, Salem, New Hampshire, Marlboro, serving Metro West and now in Woburn. Learn more at northeastmenshealth.com. Mac, a lot of people want to know this. It's a burning question. Uh, Did you get your girlfriend Taylor Swift tickets? Got to (laughs) know. Maybe. I guess we'll see, right? But she... Yeah, we, we should be able to make it to that. So, <laughs> All right, I mean, it's going to cost. I know, really, right? I mean, this Serious. Is, it was Christmas yesterday. Either you got him or you didn't. <laughs> that's right, that's right. I would imagine that cost probably about like half your rookie salary anyway. <laughs> no, it's all good. All right, uh, Mac, uh, listen, thanks so much. Uh, enjoy the holidays, and uh, thanks for the time. Merry today. Christmas, Mac. All right, see you guys. All right, there you go. That was Mac Jones uh, joining us earlier on in the show today from 3 o'clock, replaying it there in the uh, 5 o'clock hour in case you missed anything. We'll continue to react to what Mac Jones had to say. And uh, also there's some news coming out about the Miami Dolphins that we'll get to right after Trending.
Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The Patriots fell just short of a Christmas miracle on Saturday in their 22-18 loss to the Bengals despite scoring 18 unanswered points in the second half. Ramondre Stevenson copped up the ball in the final minute as the Patriots fell to 7-8 on the season. The Pats are still alive in the playoff picture. All they have to do is simply win out. The Celtics defeated the Bucs 139-118 yesterday. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown combined for 70 points. Boston totaled 29 assists and finally got the three ball to fall again as they shot 48% from deep. The Celtics will look to notch their third straight win tomorrow night as they host the Houston Rockets. The Bruins return to action tomorrow night as they head to Ottawa to take on the Senators. And in NFL news, the Denver Broncos have fired head coach Nathaniel Hackett after just 15 games. I'm Justin Turpin, and that's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. And it's brought to you by Wilmington Builder Supply. Contractors, Wilmington Builder Supply has everything you need to make your next project a success. With a full line of building materials, including Matthews Brothers Windows, Wilmington Builder Supply has what you need. Get your new window project started with Matthews Brothers Windows today. WilmBuild.com. The Greg Hill Show. Is there something in particular you saw from Mac this week that allowed him to really have that success attacking down the field? Well, again, a lot of that plays into the, the play and how it's covered and what the matchups are and so forth. So that's what he wants to do, and that's certainly what we want to do. Did you miss something? Listen to the podcast presented by City of Boston Credit Union. Uniquely Boston on the Odyssey app or at WEEI.com. The Greg Hill Show, morning 6 to 10 on New England Sports Original. WEEI. WEEI. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is breaking news. Breaking news on WEEI is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. All right, we told you we had some breaking news here, and we do. It involves the Miami Dolphins, quarterback Tua Tagovailoa, once again in the NFL's concussion protocol. His status for this week against the Patriots, now very much in doubt. Wow. Um, I I saw the play that Tua got concussed on. It's the one that's going all around now. Everybody's tweeting it. Uh, Schefter had it. Uh, Rappaport's tweet I just read you right there. Um, that play came in the second quarter. And he played the rest of the game. Rest of the game. I said it to my brother-in-law the second it happened. I saw him slam his head down. And I was like, he just mashed his head against the ground. And then he got up and kept playing. So I said to myself, I must not have seen it right. But it was. He crushed. And now he's back at the... This is huge news. Yeah, it is. Um, There's also this. He gets concussed late in the first half. And we all saw how he looked in the second half. That's true. I mean... 
do these concussion spotters do they do they do anything? They, they were. I mean, it's a joke. It's an absolute atrocity in terms of keeping these players healthy and safe. I mean, that's a good point. He must have. He obviously was feeling the effects. Yeah. And that's probably, at least in part, why he was terrible in the second half. I don't know how you miss it. Like I said, multiple people saw this in real time like that just by watching the TV. Yeah. How does nobody evaluate him sooner? Especially him. Of all people in the league, Tua, that whole thing with him earlier in the year, with the games that he missed when Bridgewater and Bridgewater may end to be playing on Sunday, and this team is not very good when Teddy Bridgewater is the quarterback. Just FYI, Patriots fans, be licking your chop. You know how many sacks Matthew Judon's going to have on Teddy Bridgewater? Him and Josh Uche are probably going to break him in half. Uh, anyway, this this thing with Tua in particular, with the Dolphins and Tua, for them to miss something like this in game is borderline criminal. Like that, that's unbelievable. The, the, he's the one guy in the entire league that you think they would be paying such extra special attention to. And they let him play that whole second half concussed and throwing some of the worst picks you'll ever see in your life. Like that, I know the Dolphins have been sort of falling off lately because who knows why, but that there, I mean, that's that's awful. Inexcusable. Yeah. It, it was clear as day, especially the way he hit his head, the back of his head getting flung down like that. And I don't know. I mean, if I'm the Dolphins, I'm I'm pissed because not only have you put the quarterback back in harm's way and you put him out there and it's a really bad situation for his health, maybe that cost you the game. I mean, the Dolphins were in control for large parts of that game. He went out there and threw exceptionally bad interceptions and really was the center point of why they ended up losing the game. That could have helped save the game for them depending on what you know, how things transpired and how much you were able to keep down Aaron Rodgers. Inexcusable and completely unbelievable, or not, I guess, depending on the NFL, you know, how you view the NFL. But that's huge news for this weekend because now this game, when you factor in the Dolphins hadn't mm. been winning anyway, yeah. you get Teddy Bridgewater in there, he's coming up you know, into, into New England where it's going to be cold. There is no way the Patriots should, I, I can't believe I'm saying, there's no way he should lose. I mean, I that's how I feel about this. If, yeah. if uh, Tonga Vailoa doesn't play, you've got to find a way to win the game. You have to with everything at stake and with the way you've been playing. Yeah, you you absolutely do. Um, by the way, Tua in the first half led three scoring drives, two field goals, and a touchdown. It, they never punted in the first half. And then in the second half, they, they did lose a fumble, and it was um, um, mustard, I think. Uh, Raheem Mostert lost the fumble. I think that was in the first half. And uh, that was the only time that they didn't score in the first half. Every other possession they scored. And then in the second half, well, he threw three interceptions. So, I mean, and they missed the field goal. So, like, that's, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, listen, it's the Dolphins. They're not the Patriots. I'm not going to sit here and talk about them like they're our hometown team because ultimately they're not. And I want to like to think that the Patriots would have handled the situation like that better. But for the Dolphins, that's so reckless and just so stupid. And, uh, yeah, you're right. The Patriots now are going to be going up against the Dolphins team. 90% chance. Now, if he's in the protocol now, he's probably not playing. Like, there's, I'd say it's very, very unlikely I, that he plays no this weekend. Play, especially after they missed it and they let him play the whole rest what, of the game. Third no concussion of the play. year? There's no way he's going to play. I will say this, though. Okay? He did, he did find a way to get up. I don't think he was wobbly. He did find a way to get up and continue on. True. And there wasn't really anything visible that I saw. Now, obviously, they didn't have an ISO on him necessarily, but 
It was that is unbelievable when you watched how he hit the ground. Awful. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, just another example of this league and some of the blind spots that they have. Really, um, you know what this also means that the Patriots are probably going to win on Sunday and then break everybody's hearts on January 8th when uh, the Buffalo Bills uh, finally end this little magic run that they're on. And I say magic run like they've been winning a lot of games. They haven't been. It's just the other teams that are fighting for that seventh playoff spot keep losing too. The Jets keep losing. The Dolphins keep losing. So even though the Patriots also keep losing, it's still alive and they can still maybe uh, make the postseason, which is kind of weird to think about. But um, there you go. Uh, 617-779-7937 is the phone number. Let's go to Chris, who in Braintree and has a uh, thought about Tua. Go ahead, Chris. So I was there watching the game with Mark. Oh, yeah, Chris. So oh, it's Mark's brother-in-law. Wait, I said it to you, <laughs> right? You, you were with me. I said it in real time. Yep, And but there was no replay. They didn't show it again. There was nothing shown again because it just he, he kind of popped up and went back in the huddle. But, you know, looking back at it, it's like, like you said, this guy, this this quarterback, how does that happen? I don't know. I don't know how you let that happen. Chris, thanks for the call. Hope you guys uh, all had a very uh, yeah, happy holiday. It sounds like you did. Yes, his kids are beautiful. We love seeing them. Very nice. Um, anyway. But some... he's right. I mean, it's just this. I Obviously, the bigger news, the Dolphins, that's a mess. But the bigger news, I, the Patriots should win this game. Oh, yeah. And with Bridgewater having played the way he's played, this is a situation where you have to, it, it almost feels like a Tom Brady thing. Right, like where it was when Brady was here, everything always fell the Patriots' way mm. or seemed to fall their way. It it feels like that, and now you've been given life by Green Bay, and now it's. I mean, you hate the guy gets hurt, but you got to find a way to take advantage and be more prepared and ready to go than they were the other day. Yeah, that Miami team. I mean, their defense is okay. I wouldn't say they're great, but over the last couple of years, like you remember last year, that game in January in Miami, it was Duke Johnson who ran all over them. Right. All right. Not even their starting running back. Uh, and Jalen Waddle had a big game too, obviously. I think he set the rookie record for receptions last year um, in that game. But he, it wasn't the same sort of high-powered offense that they have right now. I'm happy. That, I'm not happy. I'm not happy the guy has a concussion, but I'm happy for the Patriots that they don't have to face Tua, okay? Like, a, that's that's a big advantage for them. Yeah. And that makes these last two games that much more important and that much more interesting if he doesn't play because um, they're just hanging on by such a slim thread. But I also am not, you know, like, they should beat Teddy Bridgewater's Dolphins. They definitely should. But there's a lot of Dolphins they should have beaten late in the year, even when Brady was here, and they just for some reason just didn't. You know, like Jarvis Landry shouldn't have had that crazy game that he had against uh, Stefan Gilmore a few years ago. No, that was Devontae Parker. Oh, no, you're right. It was Parker, not, uh, yeah. not, not Landry. You're right about that. Yeah, that was the Gronkowski yeah. uh, lateral game. Um, that was a lot of fun, by the way. <laughs> a lot of fun for Patriots fans. Um, that's sort of what I mean is that every year, late in the year, whether they're in Miami, whether they're in New England, the Dolphins, whoever they are, and whoever the quarterback is and whoever's around them, always really play them tough. And uh, Slater alluded to that, too. He's like, these division games late in the year, it doesn't matter where you are or what you did all year. They're always tough. They're always going to be. And this one, I mean, this one, think about the added pressure on both teams now. The Patriots need it to stay alive, and the Dolphins in some ways kind of do, too. Like, the further you fall down, the more likely it is you're going to have to play Buffalo or Kansas City in the first round. And they were on a track to maybe not have to, to maybe play one of the teams in the middle there. And uh, all of a sudden, your fortunes really flip. If you're going to Arrowhead in yeah. the in the first playoff game, you know what I mean. Like that's yeah, it's just a whole different thing. Obviously, I'm down on this team. I'll let you save your pick or whatever for later in the week if you want. I'm going to pick the Patriots if Bridgewater doesn't play. 
Like I'll say it. I for whatever reason. If Tua doesn't play. Uh, sorry, right, if Tua right, doesn't yeah, yeah. play. Thank you. If if Tua is out, it just feels to me, and a lot of this is uh, you know just I guess speculation on my part, but it feels like after the last two games. And having, I guess, battled a little bit back into the game against one of the best teams in the entire league should have won that game. Two is out. The the Dolphins are sputtering coming up here. This is a game you have to win. To save any kind of face this year, the Patriots have to find a way to rally and put forth a good game plan and win this game. If they don't win this game against a backup quarterback in Gillette Stadium with the season on the line after the two losses they've had, I mean, I'm not going to say they should change everything, but, I mean, that's as low as you could get. That would be the lowest point of the season. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. 617-779-7937. That's the phone number. we got open phone lines for you here as uh, we continue to react to the Patriots and their uh, tough loss on Saturday. Some potentially good news for them here. If Tua Tagovailoa is not playing, that makes the uh, Miami Dolphins a different team. Although, the way they've been playing lately, maybe you want the same Dolphins that, <laughs> been, uh, that have lost they four have in lost a row. They have lost a good teams, though. That's true, they have. And uh, the Patriots have lost four out of their last five i wanted to uh touch briefly on in uh on on something that tommy curran wrote and i thought it was tommy i mean listen he's uh he's great obviously he's one of my favorite uh, patriots writers of all time and uh he had he had a i don't want to say scathing but definitely one of those like uncomfortably true uh columns yesterday just ruining everybody's christmas um, the headline is, it's official, the Patriots look like what the Bengals used to look like. Uh, and it begins as follows. A lot of talk Sunday night about fighting till the end. Plucky, gritty, never say die. How's about fighting at the beginning? The Patriots are 7-8, and eight, losers of four of their last five. Uh, the final score in postgame laments about coming close masked the reality. The Patriots were only in the thing because of dumb luck. After their most inept 30 minutes of football this season put them down 22 to nothing. 12 of the Patriots' 18 points came on highly unlikely plays. The first was Marcus Jones' 69-yard interception return when Joe Burrow threw it directly to him. The other was a ricochet 48-yard touchdown on a third and 29 that bounced off the hands of Scotty Washington and into the hands of Jacoby Myers. I don't want to be a lump of human coal, Curran writes. There were instances of high competency. Marcus Jones' return was sublime. Matthew Judon's forced fumble on Jamar Chase, a huge play at a critical moment. You know what? I just realized we made it through this whole show and didn't mention that play once. That was a huge play. That's what set them up to even have a chance to fumble it all away. <laughs> if they had the Judon, if Judon hadn't, that was a huge play. If sure. Judon hadn't forced that fumble, then the Patriots wouldn't have even had the opportunity to choke the game away. <laughs> it's a huge play, but the defense has been making those it's plays. True. They've been giving yeah. the opportunities to the offense. The offense hasn't been able to convert. I, you know, obviously a huge Tommy Kern fan. Uh, this, I love this line though. It's just funny. Uh, where is it? I'm not saying those numbers when he's talking about Ramondre Stevenson. We're dancing like sugar plums in Stevenson's head. I think that was a nice little nod to being Christmas Eve, Christmas Day when he posted sure. this article. So thank you. Absolutely. Just wanted to point that out. Um, he also goes on to say, as for the defensive attaboys, come on. After the second play, the Patriots burned a timeout on defense because they didn't have the right people on the field. Real quick on that, uh, they had too many men on the field. So did Cincinnati. The Bengals had 12 guys on the yeah. field. I saw someone uh, took a picture of it and was like, there's 12 guys here too. And the refs missed it. So just one thing there uh, that we sort of noticed in the cold light of day. But, uh, yeah, that was still embarrassing for the Patriots. Um, uh, too many men on the field. Two plays later, Cincinnati's in the end zone. This was the level of check-in for the team five days after their loss in most embarrassing way imaginable against the Las Vegas Raiders. Um the Patriots ran 29 kneel-down plays. One went for 29 yards, one went for 11, one went for 9, one went for 6. Nine of them had gone for zero or negative yards. 
After two drives, Burrow was 9-for-9 with 121 yards and two touchdowns. The Bengals had 142 yards of offense. The Patriots had six. The Patriots' response was another offensive three and out. Patriots weren't ready at the beginning. They weren't good enough at the end, kind of like the 2022 season. <laughs> Listen, what he's saying Just twisting the knife, but he's right. he's saying he's is, right about to that, sum yeah. it up, the program has eroded since Tom Brady left. Mm-hmm. That's what he's saying, and that is the truth. Okay, now, maybe the same can be said for Brady in Tampa, um, but he at least has the cover of he's 49 years old or whatever, he's 45, right. he's older, the skills are eventually going to erode, whatever. This program here has eroded, and it goes back to what we've been saying. Like I don't understand why Bill Belichick allowed him to walk away because I and a lot of people thought there was some motivation to maybe win one without Brady. Yeah. Well, his actions haven't really backed that up. Yes, he did the spending spree a couple of years ago, but he didn't go out and get the top guy. He got a bunch of B players, and then he's brought in guys, coaches that have no experience at this or that, and it's just been – it hasn't looked like a guy doing anything and everything to win. So, yes – Tommy Curran, this is an accurate article. Just like, who was it, Charles Robinson the other day? Yes. It was an accurate article. Mm-hmm. Like, Bill doesn't do what's best for the team at every turn anymore, and the program has eroded since Tom Brady left. That's not an opinion. That's what's happened. Yeah, that's, uh, that's certainly a fact. You, can, uh, you can't deny that. Curran also points out, and I sort of forgot about this, the only thing separating the Patriots from a five-game losing streak is Kyler Murray tearing his ACL on like the on the uh, opening coin flip against Arizona? I don't know what if he was going to lose that game. I mean, no, but they I know losing Col- That's the only game that they. That's the only game that they won in the last yeah. out of the last five. And if Kyler Murray was playing, who knows? But I mean, that's just just a fact. The one game that they won, the quarterback got hurt in the first in the opening drive. Uh, let's go to the phones here. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is your number. Kurt is in West Springfield uh, with a thought on this game with Miami coming up. Go ahead, Kurt. Yeah, uh, I kind of hope that they lose uh, against Miami and mm-hmm. they lose the other game because if they do happen to win it, then the spin's going to be. Oh yeah, look, we uh, you know came back from adversity, blah blah blah. They need to see that this season is really just not what the Patriots should be about, and Bill Belichick should see that. Yeah, because, yeah just uh, as you were saying in that article, he's not doing what he always claimed to do, which is in the best interest of the team. It's not. It's clearly not. Uh, thanks for the call, Kurt. I just thought of something horrifying. I just shuddered. I have like goosebumps right now. I just thought about this. Oh boy. If the Patriots beat the Dolphins and then the Bills rest all their starters and they beat the Bills and go to the playoffs, that means Matt Patricia is probably still going to be the offensive coordinator again next year. Wouldn't you say that would pump the odds up pretty high if they're a playoff team this year in Patricia's first time doing it? Well, it didn't look pretty every single time, but hey, at least they made the play. Like, I, I, can hear them. I can hear the Patriots people making that excuse already. I can hear them saying it. I can see the press release getting drafted up right now, going with Patricia again. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't pretty all the time, but we made it to the playoffs and lost 63 to nothing to the Bills or whatever's going to happen. Kansas but like, City. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, if they make the postseason this year, so, oh, I f- almost feel like that. You know, like I want them to because I want the games to matter, but I also don't want this to get like positive reinforcement. So, a couple things. Number one, I understand why you're saying that. Uh, number two, I only think that would really be sort of in play if they found a way to win a playoff game. Right. I don't think just making it would be good enough to do what you just outlined. Uh, number three, and most importantly, 
I wholeheartedly believe as as much as I'm reluctant to believe in Bill Belichick making the big changes that need to be made. I do not believe Matt Patricia will be back in that role next year with all my heart. Like, I don't. I just think it's been too loud. It's been too bad. It, the, the owner is getting ornery. I just think there are too many factors that are going to either force Bill Belichick's hand or Belichick himself realizes that this wasn't good and he's going to do something different. You know, maybe it's Joe Judge who then gets the job, which I don't know if that's any better. Right. I do not see Matt Patricia back in that role for what it's worth next year. I don't see that happening. Belichick has enough wherewithal to know this has been a disaster. He's got to do something different. You would think so. Yeah, I would think so. You would think so, but he's also stubborn, you know, and Matt's his guy. And uh, he's also getting paid by another team. So, you know, if it's between having to bring in another guy and hire him and pay him a real salary and name him the offensive coordinator and hope things get better or run it back with Matty P and see if they can build off of whatever happened this year, the playoff run that they made by losing <laughs> by losing four out of five and then somehow stumbling as backwards into two lucky wins at the end of the year. I agree with you. That shouldn't be that shouldn't be convincing Bill Belichick or anyone of anything. Except to say that at the end of the year, a lot of teams really choked. Like Miami really choked at the end of the choked, year. And they played a backup quarterback. And if they right. played backups against Buffalo, what does that prove? Injuries. Espe- especially, that's what I was saying. If they go out and, and have a great game and upset yeah. of the year over Kansas City in the playoffs, then that could be in play, what you outlined. If it's just you make the playoffs because you played backups and get killed again, that's nothing. That's a waste of whatever. That's right nothing. now, the Patriots are 7-8. and eight, So are the Jets. So are the Titans, and they've actually been bumped out by uh, the Jaguars because they have the tiebreaker. Um, and so are the Steelers. The Steelers, I think, have less of a chance because they're behind Baltimore and Cincinnati. The Patriots are, they have a tiebreaker over Tennessee and Pittsburgh on win percentage, uh, the division tiebreaker over the Jets. And I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's, those are the only tiebreakers that they win there. So um, the Jets have a tiebreaker over Tennessee and uh, Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh doesn't have a tiebreaker win over everybody. Tennessee has it over Pittsburgh. So they're basically poor. Vegas is still alive, too, by the way. No, um, I thought they were done. No, they're still alive. Uh, they win a tiebreaker. I think they are. It says they still are here. Doesn't say they've been I was under the impression yet. that their loss to, to Pittsburgh ended it, but maybe they're still alive mathematically. I don't know. Mathematically, I think. Are, are you very, trying to outline like a path for the Patriots to make the playoffs if they don't win both games? No. Oh. No. I was just sort of pointing out who's still yeah. who's still there and who you have to worry about leapfrogging them. And uh, I think for all those teams, the only ones I'd really be worried about might be Tennessee, but if it's Tennessee, then you're not, and they win, then you have to worry about Jacksonville, you know, because they're both sort of fighting for that top spot. So it's sort of, I don't know, it's just, it's one of those things where you control your own destiny, kind of. Uh, You still have to go out there and play the games. You still have to beat Teddy Bridgewater, which I'm not 100% convinced this team can do. And then after that, you still have to beat the Buffalo Bills, which we'll see if they're in a comfortable enough spot to rest any of their starters. I think it's the only possible way of a prayer there. Bigger picture type of NFL thing right now. After the game the Bengals just played against the Patriots, do you kind of look at them a little differently? Are they not quite as elite as Kansas City, Buffalo, or Philly? Yeah, but I've always felt that. All season I've thought that about them. They're still hot. They've won, what, seven? They're a good team, and they're obviously, you know, Super Bowl pedigree because they made it there last year. But I think what you saw in that game is uh, is not – it wasn't that much of an anomaly. Like, Burrow's good, but he does make bad mistakes. He had a bunch of bad throws in yeah. that game. He had the pick. He had one that should have been picked. Uh, that throw to Mixon that I forget who uh, Bentley knocked it up in the air, yep. remember, in the end yep. zone? Yep. Um, that should have been picked off. 
And uh, all in all, I just thought the offense really lacked a lot of creativity I'm and just uh, saying, explosiveness. I, I in the never, half. I could never see this Patriots team. You know, if I'm thinking of the elites in the AFC, I could mm-hmm. never see this Patriots team scoring 18 unanswered points against either the Chiefs or the Buffalo Bills in a half. Yeah, like, I just couldn't see that happening. But they did it against the. They found a way to do it against the Bengals. They did. <laughs> they managed. They managed somehow, and uh, wasn't enough. Unfortunately, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is the phone number. Uh, we'll come back with last call right after this. The exclusive home for Patriots Monday and Friday. Do your job, job, job. Well, W E I W E I New England Sports Original. It's Arcand and Don Darrow on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Five forty-six here, Sports Radio WEEI. Christian Arcand, Mark Don Darrow. If you want to call in, you got to do it like right now. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Um, we'll do last call here in just a minute. There's a quick update uh, from the Dolphins. Their head coach has spoken, uh, Mike, the mad uh, scientist McDaniel there. And he said he's not sure when Tua suffered the concussion, but he's in the protocol. During the game, quote, nobody recognized anything with regard to a hit. It was something he met with doctors today and discussed some symptoms. Nobody recognized anything with regard to a hit, except you, Mark Dondero, watching from your couch. I mean, that's the one people are tweeting out. Yeah. Um, and that's clearly, I think, the one that, that did it, if you look at when his play started tailing off considerably. And uh, the fact that no one no one stepped in and said, hey, you know, Tua doesn't look right. Hey, Tua's really throwing a lot of interceptions here. Oh, there's a bad pick. Oh, there's another one up. Oh, he's got one more. It's three interceptions. Did anyone test him? Did anyone go over and talk to him after this hit? I mean, nobody else saw his head. I don't think there was any. I don't think he got addressed at all. I don't think anyone saw it. I don't think he said anything. I don't think the coach said anything. I think they did what teams always do when something like this happens to an important player, and they cover their eyes, and they cover their ears, and they cover their mouth. And that's what they're doing, and that's it, and that sucks. And it's like, for for all the teams, you know that no one in the league is taking this seriously because of all the teams that should. It's the Miami Dolphins and Tua Tagovailoa. They can't even get it right with this one player who all the emphasis is on, who everyone's constantly saying, look at that. I mean, he had two big brain injuries here. He's the poster boy this year of guys, you know, not being able to stand upright and getting helped off the field. And what the hell's wrong with this league? Why don't they, you know, stop this? Devontae Parker. You know, if for the grace of God, Nelson Aguilar jumping all around and, and forcing them to stop the play, they probably run that play too. You know, yeah, like they, this uh, league is so ass backwards with this stuff. You had, uh, if I remember right, after one of those concussions, didn't you have the doctor, um, the the Will the Will Smith, Marcus Smart's buddy, um, played the doctor oh, yeah. on the on the. He was begging Tua to to retire. Right? Didn't he say like, walk away for your family, walk away? Nobody thought that was going to happen. Doctor Omalu. Yeah, Omalu. Yeah. So it was. I mean, it was serious, and then this happens. I, I, listen, my take on this, and it, just a take, I, I don't know how they're going to find a way to get him to play on Sunday after knowing that if he had enough to be in the protocol, you played him the re- he played the rest of the game and looked the way he did. I have no idea how you're going to find a way to get him onto the field on Sunday. It could happen, but I don't know how it happens. I read somewhere, and uh, I actually interviewed a guy who was telling me about this. He works, he did lawyer, represents a lot of these uh, players, that the concussion spotters aren't, trained doctors in a neuro I forget what the word is but it's not a they're not brain experts yeah. they're just like a lot of times just like ER doctors and they get paid to be there so 
you know, if they say the right thing and they say what the team wants, then they'll get to keep going. And I don't want to impugn the reputation of any of these doctors, but Jesus, you got one job, all right? If a guy hits his head, you you check him and you run the test and you do all that. You don't find out the next day. Right. And you don't say, well, geez, this televised sport that everyone's watching and everyone saw and people in their living room all saw it, but we happen to miss it. No. It's your one job. It's the only job you have. If they had been able to find a way to, or if they tested him or did some sort of thing on the sideline, it just, you know, then they missed it. Or when you went into further detail to test them, that it, it, it came out that he had an actual concussion. Yeah. That's different. But that didn't appear to happen. No. So I, there's no excuse. All right. Let's get to uh, last call. What do you say? What do we got here, Turpin? All right, so you know we've seen a lot of wild weather in Buffalo and a lot of snow. I don't know sure. if you saw the Buffalo Bills trying to leave uh, when they got home. They had to brush off I their saw a guy try and, and leave. He had a full igloo on top yeah, of Yeah, so the snow yeah, like seven is feet of snow. incredible, and people are taking advantage of it. So cops cannot respond to incidents that may happen, so people are looting Buffalo stores. And this is one of the... Uh, this is actually the chief of police talking about okay. it. Okay. We have had... Two confirmed reports of looting incidents where law enforcement has been dispatched and we responded. Those are still in their investigation as we speak. Those are isolated incidents. It's not reflective of the great community we have here in Western New York, and I'm sure that they'll be limited to those two incidents, or at least that's our hope. Well, that was the other day, and it turns out they were not limited to those two incidents. Oh, it happened and a lot after it that. Is, huh? It has continued to happen, and because of the snow, the law enforcement cannot respond. Well, here's my question. How do they get away with the stuff? <laughs> you know, like say they break into the grocery store, they steal a bunch of, they break into Best Buy and steal a TV. Then what do they get on skis and ski home? Like how do they get? Well, how, what sure do they, they do? Able to drive, but I, I my take is that. But they, if they can, if the if they can drive, how come the cops can't drive there the, to get them? The police can. They're just preoccupied dealing with other crap going on. I suppose that's true. I read that uh, a lot of times there were accidents and stuff, and like cars, you know, uh, streets were blocked off, and so it was hard to get around. But I feel like that would be a problem for the looters, too, you know? Like, unless you have, like, uh, what do you call those, snowshoes, you know? Yeah, yeah. They're running away, like at the end of Fargo. (laughs) Looking at all this wild weather and stuff, I could never live in Buffalo. It's just, it's always getting dumped on by snow. It's Mm. crazy. And they got the finger lakes up there. Yeah, Yeah, it's not even supposed to snow. It'll start snowing because of the lake lake effect. It is a beautiful area. I went there in 2020. I loved it, but I could never go in the winter. Is it beautiful? It is. Um, So they probably hit the Zuba store first. Right, and then the folding table store, Ace Hardware. Oh, I bet I'll pray for Ace Hardware. They've lost every table they have, and all their lighter fluid, <laughs> all their Zuba's pants. Oh my goodness, uh, tough day for them. But you know what? They're in Buffalo. They're always going to be selling more of that. It's tough. You know, it's tough for them and the and the looters. But also, you know, I I kind of say like, if you're in a blizzard. And you're and you're trying to let like I feel like things have got to be you got to be at your wits end to just even go out of the house and brave the elements to go loot in the first place. And it, right? it feels like it's so early in the winter too. I mean they've gotten so much snow and it's early in the winter. It's a lot. The only thing going for them this winter is the Bills. I mean at least the Bills <laughs> hopefully will play for them into February and you have something to look forward to. What, what it's just they're different. It's different. Like has there ever been anywhere else in the NFL where where sex toys have been thrown onto the field? That's a great question. I don't think so. And I've never seen it. Not, anywhere seen else. it anywhere not else like just it. once. Like this is a thing multiple that times. happened multiple times, mm-hmm. and it's hilarious. The bildo, yeah. The bildo. Yeah. I the love Buffalo that. Buffalo bildo. I just. I mean, <laughs> poor Kendrick Warren got hit by one last year in the playoffs. He got hit by one. Yeah, they threw one right near him. They threw him right near one. Did it actually strike him? I, I believe it did. I could be mistaken. It was. It was pretty damn close. Too, tough. Too close for comfort. Tough when getting hit by a bildo. Yes, definitely. 
Anyways, uh, that's what's going on uh, down there in Buffalo. All right, that's just about uh, all the time that we have here today. Mark Dondero, it has been a pleasure working with you Back uh, these you, past two days. It's been fun. Um, yes, we'll uh, we'll talk again soon, I'm sure. Uh, the rest of the week, I believe uh, Kyrie Thompson's going to be in with me starting tomorrow. Uh, we'll be back on schedule with our normal guests, Ross Tucker and Scal and uh, Orlovsky and everybody else. So uh, thanks again. And once again, want to say thanks to uh, Mac Jones and Matthew Slater. Justin Turpin working solo back there. Great job My by man. you today. Appreciate and uh, you. we will talk to you tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Uh, stay tuned. we got Monday Night Football coming your way in about 90 minutes right here on Sports Radio WEEI. Bye. Really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. CTMobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.